Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Every baby needs one. They can save babies' lives, but only 2% of the population has the knowledge to properly install their car seat. I'm here to educate you. I'm Rosemary Maser, founder of SitSafeSanDiego.com, and this is Parent Savers, Episode 22. Faster than a speeding toddler. Sit still for just a minute. Can soothe boo-boos with a gentle kiss. Would you get down from there? Able to clean poopy bottoms in a single swipe. Oh, what did you eat? Turning frazzled mommies and daddies into procreators of peace and harmony. Ah, quit touching me. It's Parent Savers, empowering new parents everywhere. Welcome to Parent Savers, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. I am your host, Casey Wilt. You can now download our free app, so check it out on your smartphone or tablet. Also, another great way to get great parenting information is to subscribe to our Parent Savers newsletter with behind-the-scenes content from our show with all the latest and greatest updates. So visit our website, parentsavers.com, for more info. And we want you to be a part of the show. Did you know you can email one of our experts directly and ask parenting questions? Or if you have a question in an episode that we didn't answer, send it in. So we have so many great and knowledgeable experts partnering with us to get your parenting questions answered. You can send us a message on the episode online, through Facebook, email, and you can call our hotline and we'll get them answered. So I am a new parent myself. My son Carson's 22 months old and I'm joined by two new parents here in the studio. Hi, I'm Amy Ranallo. I'm 33 years old. It's okay. After you're 30, you forget. (laughs) Right. I work part-time for a financial institution in operations. I have one baby girl. She's 11 months. And she's so sweet. She was walking around here earlier. Super cute. Hi, I'm Naomi O'Grady. I'm 34 years old. I'm a marketing professional, local biotech company. And I have wonderful 18-month boy-girl twins. Oh, fun. How old did you say? 18 months. 18 months. Oh, my goodness. And it's now getting more fun, less stressful? More fun, more crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. So this uh, morning, we're talking headlines. So ladies, I found this headline on time, um, and it's actually an opinion article. It says, should some planes be kid-free? And this is off of um, a situation that happened from Seattle to Miami, a flight. And they had a little three-year-old boy that they tried to um, put in a seatbelt before the plane took off. And he, as three-year-olds do, you know, threw a tantrum and everything else, and um they tried it once and then finally just wasn't doing it. And the flight attendants 
made the plane go back. Obviously, the captain made the plane go back to the gate, and the family was asked to leave. I don't know if they got an applause on the plane, or I don't know if everyone, I don't know any of that stuff. But um, what do you guys think? I fly a lot. My son is not two yet, and he's been on probably 20 flights already. And um, and I know every t- single time I f- get on a plane, I'm totally stressed out. <laughs> I think in this situation, if they had brought their car seat with them mm. and put that in the seat, I think ah. he would have just went, oh, I'm in my car seat, and he would have just sat in it just fine. Yeah, because kids have three. a sense of, you know, a right, right and wrong, and they know what, that they're they're to, to. what they're used to. Oh, my gosh, what a brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So whenever you travel, yeah, when they get a little older, just put a, pop that in there. Well, because you you're buying it. the seat anyways. You're buying the seat anyway. You might as well bring it, and, you know, you don't you have to just bring it, pop it in there. They'll climb right in there and sit, and they can sit much easier. Because the seat belts aren't very comfortable for a three-year-old. Well, it said it, by the time they finally, the plane embarked, it was around his neck. Yeah. You know, because he was squirming out of it. Wiggling down. Yeah, and he can't see because, you know, and he wants to see what's going on. He's three. Yeah. I'm getting ready to travel for the first time with my kids and over Christmas, and I'm terrified. Oh, two? <laughs> is it just you? Is, are, no, are they my husband, too. You? My husband, too. We got three seats for the four of us, so we'll okay. lock one of them in and hold yes. the other on our lap, but hopefully hopefully somebody participates in sitting in that seat. I don't know about bringing a car seat. You, you just buy drinks for everyone around you, and then you're <laughs> yeah. all set. Yeah, my husband was saying maybe we should make little goodie bags, put some miniature alcohol mm-hmm. bottles exactly, in it, and right. some and chocolate. Bring, bring things that your child doesn't normally have at home, so yeah. those are the new toys that they can bring. And don't bring everything with you, because they do have diapers in your destination, so it's okay. Yeah. Well, I, I get a little bit with that whole situation where you offer people around the flight and everything else I don't know I go back and forth with it because I feel like you know they were well kids are a part of life yeah kids kids are part of life and actually I was thinking about it last night I my husband and I lived in Korea for a couple years before kids and they are so kid friendly that they have a playground with a babysitter at the grocery store that you drop your kids off you go grocery shopping that's amazing and 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 to see a kid at a nice restaurant isn't you know what the world and I feel like the more and more we're moving in this way of well that's a kid keep him at home that we're becoming less and less um, I guess kid friendly per se and and but also the same aspect, I go on those airplanes and you see those parents and you go, discipline your child. You know, they should not be at the car seat or bring a car seat and doing something like that. And wh- whose fault is that? Is that the fault of a kid being a typical three-year-old yeah. or a parent? I, I think, I think too, if the people around you see you being an active parent and trying to give little toys, they're, they're more forgiving than if you just sit there going, shut up, be quiet, you know, kind of an attitude. Um, so it, it's, you know, one advice for you for your turns is don't go on a red eye. Always oh, go no, during the yeah, day. Definitely not. We're tried to the best we can arrange it around nap schedules. So Good. yeah, hopefully yeah. it won't be a nightmare, but we'll see. <laughs> They'll be excited. They'll just be excited and want to look around. So it's, yeah. I, I was just going to say that for the last, I know I traveled for two years for business. And so every week I was on a couple mm. flights and I actually would try to seek out if I saw mm-hmm. a parent with a child and it's I would so sit nice. next to them because I knew I was entering that stage in my life. I was kind of hoping to build some <laughs> karma, like give them a smile, say it's okay if their kid was hitting me or, you know, you know, just trying to interact. I would just smile at the kid and try and because I thought, well, someday this is going to be me on the plane. And if I'm by myself, like I hope there's that nice person who says it's okay, right. you can sit by me exactly. and I don't care. So I was trying to build that up a little. You know, well, and the last thing I was going to tell you, we when the first flight my my son did was a flight from San Diego to Italy with three legs. That's a very long flight. And my very, um, I sat down next to this Parisian woman and 
I was just like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And my son hadn't done anything yet. And so I, here I am defending. And he actually was a gem the whole flight. And she was great. And everything else was fine. And so it's one of those things is like I took so much stress upon it. And again, if more people were just like you, Amy, yeah. and just happy about it, then, you know, maybe we'd be more kid friendly on airplanes and everything. Well, great. Thanks for talking about this. We'll post this on our Pinterest board and you can join the discussion and read the article. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Today on Parent Savers, we have Rosemary Mason. She's founder of SitSafeSanDiego.com, and she's here to help us learn how to properly use and install our car seats. So, Rosemary, what are the current laws about car seats, and who exactly regulates them? Well, um, each state regulates the laws. So, we're here in California, so our, our laws are here. But then, if you went someplace else, one's going to oh, be different. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a universal. We um, the Department of Transportation. So, you have the tr- Department of Transportation, and then that they have the National um, Highway Traffic Safety Association, and they're the ones who do like the crash dummy tests and all those type of things. And then they go on down to the motor vehicle type of one, and they're the ones who actually regulate the safety belts and all the little components of your car seat. So, we have the federal government doing the car seat actual safety and then the states are regulating the the laws of what you need to do so it kind of gets kind of all these little people have their little hands in the pie um things that are not regulated would be like those aftermarket toys so anything you put on your car seat or window things those don't aren't regulated even though they may say federally tested there is no you know organization that does that or the head pillows the head pillows exactly if it didn't come with your car seat then it's an aftermarket um, product and it's not recommended for your car seat now as a as a technician my job is just to recommend you can use it but it's not my recommendation that you use these aftermarket products so I mentioned I have 18-month-old twins, and they're starting to get irritated, kicking the back of the car seat. Their legs are getting long, and they, they want to turn around. What is the state guidelines on when they can be rear-facing, when they can be forward-facing? Right. We recommend that you have them rear-facing as long as possible. The actual law is one year and 20 pounds. Okay. So, oh, but one law and... And 20 pounds. So that's where people go, oh, I thought it was one year I or... It, yeah. It's one year and 20 pounds. But a lot of the car seats now, rear-facing, are able to hold up to maybe 30 to 35 pounds. Mm-hmm. And that's really... The AAP was really kind of recommending that you kind of keep them as rear-facing as long as possible in the guidelines because those car seats are accommodating the weight. In Sweden, it's really recommended, and they use it quite a bit, that it's rear-facing. They have three- and four-year-olds who are rear-facing. What do they do with their legs? Once again, if they kids are used to just curling their little legs up, and you're looking, remember, you're thinking of spinal or head injuries compared to a broken foot. So if the car seat is comes forward, I know this is great on radio, but it comes forward, um, if you broke a foot, that's a lot less than if you had spinal or neck injury. Right. So should they try to cross their legs? Sure, they can or? sit cross-legged. Okay. And, once again, all these new car seats will be coming out in the next couple of years, or probably in this next year, um, the new conventions pretty soon. And they'll probably make them a little deeper so they can accommodate more the um, rear facing. So you said one year and 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. I think in my last pediatrician visit, they gave me a paper that said two years and 20 pounds. Well, that's what the, some of the recommendation was, again, to get rear facing as long as possible. But okay. the actual law is just one year and 20 pounds. So okay. you wouldn't get a ticket at one year and 22 pounds. Exactly. But everyone's recommending that you keep them 
customer facing up to two years or as long as possible exactly. for safety issues. Exactly. So what's the um, statistic on that? I mean, let's say your child is 15 months and you turn them face forward. I mean, is there less likely chance of them, you know, is there any statistics that are out there saying that kids end up with spinal I'm, injuries? Or right. I'm sure there is. I just don't have the statistics in front of me. But, um, you know, it's. I think a lot of parents think, oh, my child wants to be front-facing. Yeah, and see everything. Um, there really isn't. No, there isn't any data on that. There isn't any. It's kind of more of a myth that, oh, my child wants that. And mm-hmm. it's they, they're, to, they're, they're totally happy just rear-facing because that's the way they know it. They don't know any other difference than rear-facing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I would recommend for your 18-month-olds, if they have the right can you know seat just keep them in there as safe safe as possible if actually if we would all be rear facing in the car except the driver of course <laughs> um, we, would all, we would all be a lot safer with our own little harnesses and everything else mm-hmm. oh i bet especially with those harnesses because um my friend is an ambulance driver and they see crashes and everyone's gone horribly but the kids are always right. because they're and yeah. they have hardly anything wrong with them because mm-hmm. they're exactly all strapped in. I'm thinking about myself. Just put myself in <laughs> <laughs> an adult harness. We used to have the station wagon, you know, where you rode right. facing back with your brother and made faces at the car. But I, there was no harness back there. I think it was like a little thin, tiny seatbelt. I'm sure that was not safe. If there was a seatbelt. <laughs> yeah, this is terrible. But when I uh, my kids were in the NICU, so I had to actually have my car seats inspected and mm-hmm. get a paper signed before with, I could yeah. bring them home. Yes, yeah. um, and when I when I went to the the, um, I think it was like the the police office or whatever. They uh, had called them um, orphan seats. Yes, right. Yeah, sometimes was for preemies they'll have seat. right. So if you're in a terrible car accident, the parents die, but the right. kids are left orphan because they're so safe. They're really the... safe. Part. Oh my god! Did you did for your uh, babies? Uh, did they have the lay down type of ones, or did they actually? How big were they then? Were they about five? They pounds? They were. Um, they were about five pounds okay. by the time they came home. I had okay. got the car seats that. Later. Could have had right. smaller kids because, okay. I, I mean, they were very small when they mm-hmm. were born. Um, but then the nurses just rolled up some receiving blankets right. and kind of wedged them in there yeah. so exactly. that they were at least upright. And, and that's what we do recommend, that you put your child in the car seat themselves, lock them in nice and tight, and then if they need some extra support, roll your receiving blankets and tuck in. Don't have them wear really heavy clothing or um, pre little hats and everything else because that, once again, when you put the harness on, it's going um, not it's going to fill up. So you need to have them almost skin to skin with that um, harness, and then you can tuck in things around it. Now, do you recommend getting a larger seat that grows with a child? Because there's some that are infant seats, and then there's convertible seats I, that I are still. I think new infant. parents all love the dream of that little infant seat, and yeah. they can take them back and forth. And but you it know, when convenient. you get to be 25 pounds and you got a car yes. seat, you're not your arms are going to be like you know a little, little hefty there. Um, so a lot of I think I find more second time parents go ahead and just go right with the convertible seat and don't worry about the infant seat anymore. So it kind of goes back and forth. What about for for preemies that are smaller are they right. suited for a convertible car seat or if, do they if, really need that once again they have seat? to meet the um, weight requirement yeah, on there like eight seven pounds or something some will go as, as low as five oh. but if they got a little or smaller one maybe with someone's special needs they have the ones they're kind of they lay in the back of the car seat they're like little cots and they're you can specially get those and usually the hospitals can order them for you and your child can be um, slightly transported back and forth with those so they're like little beds that fit in the back seat well, how do you know if you installed it correctly? You don't. <laughs> <laughs> Is there some place you, you can go? Right. If you can certainly go to the highway patrol, you can call me, you can go to the fire department. Unfortunately, a lot of the fire department and highway patrol are not doing the inspections anymore. Yeah, I found that last year, you know, when we were installing the car seat before she was born, and I said, okay, we're going to install it. And then I heard you're supposed to go get it checked. And I jump online, and it's like, well, this city does it, but only if you're a resident of this city. And the county 
does it through the highway patrol, but you have to call them. And it's on the third Thursday uh, between two and four. And I'm like, yeah. I work and I'm due in three weeks. And exactly. how do I get yeah. this? And so it was really, so we watched a bunch of YouTube videos <laughs> yeah. and we yeah. did it the best we could <laughs> for being progressive <laughs> until, you know, we got her in and, and we tried installing it like three or four times. And we, we did have the infant seat. So we have the base right. and then the infant seat snaps mm-hmm. in. So, you know, we were installing it both of our cars and checking and like watching these videos, but it was always that thing where I thought, but I'm told, I, I mm-hmm. have to go get this checked, but I don't mm-hmm. understand how, and right. I don't know where, and I work, and how do I do it? Mm-hmm. So so that's that's reason why, you know, I developed the company is because I work, you know, as a postpartum doula as well. A lot of my clients, um, we're having problems with these car seats, and we're having the same type of thing. We just don't have a, an actual place to go, and that's where I just come on out, double check it, make sure it's okay, or install it for you. So you have peace of mind that an actual certified technician's out there doing that What will happen if it's not installed correctly? Most likely you'll have some sort of injury. Your child will have injury. In what the- if it's not like, I mean, it's, it's in and it's secure and you can't like, you know, hey, shake it, hit it, whatever That's else. Okay. Then it's probably, if you feel like the back end, is, it shouldn't move more than an inch, but the front should move, you know, maybe more two inches, um, then it's properly installed and you feel like you've... You know, it depends on what system you okay. use. Do you use well, seatbelt or a latch? And actually, well, that's um, a question I have for you as well. Like, people ask me, well, they're the latch systems. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people will say, well, the middle seat doesn't have Correct. Um, the latches. My car has a latch um, that's large, so it goes for either side on or the middle. Correct. Um, but... So then people will say, some friends of mine say, well, it's better to put them safely on the latch on the side. But then I thought, well, what if you get T-boned? Wouldn't it be better to have them on an incorrect latch, but at least in the center where they're not going to get Well, in the center seat will be used by the seatbelt. So that's either the seatbelt or the latch is perfectly fine. They're, they're both safe. There isn't one better than the but other. But if you use the latch, if you put them in the center seat and you put them on the latch, but the latch is on the outer seat. If that's incorrect, then you're using improper uh, method and it, of insulation. Even if it feels secure? Even if it feels secure, it wouldn't hold up in a crash. It's not It's and not made that way. It depends on the car too, right? Exactly. Because my car manual had, my car has latch and it said only use latch mm-hmm. on the side. Exactly. But my husband's car said Mm-hmm. The latch can, it, they're spaced appropriately. The latch can be used in the middle. Exactly. But we thought his seat was domed a little, so mm-hmm. we didn't feel like we didn't feel like it was secure in the middle, even using the latch. So, well, God bless you crazy. for looking at your car manual and the and the manual. I was that reading like, everything. That's like the first thing I asked. Have you looked at the car manual? Uh, no, and you find it dusty in their you know glove yeah. box someplace. Your car manual and the car seat um, manual will tell you exactly how and where to put it in the car seat. And even as a, as a tech, that's the first thing I look at. And people think, well, I could have done that. I've said, yeah, you <laughs> could have. <laughs> so even a sa- well, now here's the same situation. So we have car seats. Okay, we have latches. Mm-hmm. And so one day I took my dad's car somewhere, and um, he has latches on the side seats, not in the middle. So Correct. I did the seatbelt in the middle. And I get to my destination, and my child, oh, bless his heart, he was probably um, two, three months old. And I hear him fussing. Well, my child always fussed, so I ignored it. And because and, I didn't have a mirror, right. my, my car had a mirror, but his, my dad's car didn't. Um, and I get to my destination, and the whole car seat, base and all, was is tilting? on. No, not even tilting. No. It was on its side, <laughs> and my child was strapped into the car seat, going. Ah, ah, ah. That's when you needed a locking clip for well, that situation. And, and so here I am. I use the seatbelt because it told me to. But these are seatbelts that are that are that give. Right. So now I don't trust seatbelts. I all my car seats in a newer car that give. I do the latch even if it's incorrect. 
because, I mean, so here I'm working, I, I'm asking Trying to work, work your magic. System. <laughs> yeah. Rosemary. And that's people that, that kind of work in this system over there. Um, once again, the locking clip is for any car. Usually use um, anything before 1996 um, had the, the type of car seats or the seat belts that kind of moved with you. And the locking clip actually holds the lap and the seat belt in place and it keeps it all there together. And so once you do is, is get it, you lock it in and then you have to unlock it, put the locking clip in and that's that looking H or that little T looking metal bar the mm-hmm. little clip that comes in every car seat and then you lock it in and that holds it and then you lock it again so it won't flip over like you know Casey's poor child oh, okay. probably loved it probably thought it was on some sort of ride or something <laughs> let's do that again <laughs> but I really find now the newer cars car seats have a locking actual latch plate that's that you buckle in um, so it's not necessary to use a locking um, locking clip you had said something about the difference between putting a kid in the middle seat on the, or on the side as far as safety goes. And obviously with twins, putting right. them both in the middle is not an option. Exactly. Who do you love more? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can you give me a little information on what the difference is in safety from being on the side to the middle? Um, it, the, once again, all the testing are saying, of course, the middle is like your little cocoon area. And it's always like the number one space to go. But for every parent, it's once again, when you have multiples or maybe you have dogs or maybe you have to use that, um, a lot of the, our, our back seats split. So maybe you have someone you pick up every day. You have to pick up your nanny, your sister, whatever. It's really about the best place the parent wants to use. Um, and probably for your situation, I would have used the middle, and you could choose. Most likely the passenger back would have been my second choice for that. Yeah. And a lot of the newer cars have the air curtains on the side, so your child would have been protected on a, like a T-bone type of collision. Yeah, I mean, with the convertible car seats now, they're so large, and mm-hmm. I even have a bigger car. Even putting one in the middle and one on the side is just not feasible. They have to both be on, be the, on the side. side. Because it just it won't fit exactly, and then you've got the front seat or the passenger seat or, or the driver's seat that's hitting it, and now the the driver's impaired because they can't really get a good spot. So, you know, car seats are kind of funny thing, and and it's like there's like hundreds of car seats and hundreds of cars, and you got to mix and match who what kind of car is going to fit with your car, and so it's perfectly fine to go into any of the stores, grab their car seat from the floor sample, and come out to your car and look at it and feel with it and see what one works best with you. Great. When we come back, we'll talk about how tight should your harness straps be and when to replace the restraint system. And when can they sit in the front seat? We'll be right back. We're back with Rosemary Mason, founder of Sit Safe San Diego, here to talk with us about our car seats and the safety of them. So, how tight should the harness straps be and where tight. should they be located? <laughs> yeah. Be I tight. can't breathe, Mom. <laughs> That's a little too tight. <laughs> they should feel really secure and firm, and it should be nice and firm. Um, the, the actual webbing or the, the actual straps should be very straight and not buckled or little loops or anything else. And not at, twisted. Not or... twisted, exactly. Okay. And it should just feel very flat on the on your child. Um, at the sh- You shouldn't be able to pinch anything at the shoulder. So you don't. In, that's called the pinch test. You should just be able to kind of grab it and it moves. It doesn't come up and pinch like that. You shouldn't oh, to be okay. able to take an inch of it or anything. Where we used to think, oh, you can stick your hand underneath it, but it moves two fingers underneath, and that's really not what we recommend anymore. It should be very flat, firm against the child. Okay, and what about that middle the, section? The reta- the f- yeah, the retainer clip is, should be right across the nipple line. That's or- called a retainer clip? Yes. Okay, thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> <laughs> I call it the chest clip. <laughs> the harness clip. You know, a lot of people, you know, but, but at least you know what you're talking so about. So I know it's, it. You want to hear it click. It too. starts to slip down um, as I put my, and the next thing you know, it's by its belly, but then someone told me, always put it by the armpits. Just Correct. Slide so when you first start it, when you first put them in, because you, you've loosened it up, you should be down by their belly button. So as you pull the strap to 
tighten it up. It will because I do that every single time. Good, yeah, and it will. It should move <laughs> up see. as you tighten it. It should move up to their about the not to their neck, but okay. then you can adjust it, and it should go right across their nipple line, and it should be nice and firm. I always struggle with that because my daughter's so small still uh-huh. um, that I feel like it's it's at her neck, and she's like. Trying to suck on it or something, and so <laughs> little push lower. it down a little, and mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh, it's too low, and then I push it. So I spend like ten minutes like adjusting this <laughs> stupid little plastic thing Let that I know will save her life. But <laughs> you're so, such so, a great mom. I know. I can see her analytical so just, mom. So just a little lower. So think of nipple line okay. up across her, right by so the armpit. Kind of armpit. What you're okay. For. So that's the most comfortable place. For when the should you well. replace the restraint system? When it's beyond repair from someone throwing up on it or poop or whatever. Um, the actual harness itself, um, they don't recommend that you wash it or anything else because that would just void oh. it out. Um, you can always contact your car seat manufacturer and just get another whole harness. They'll just send them to you. They're not that expensive. I think they run around $30 and you can have a spare just in, such, in case your child decides to totally throw up on it or poop all over it. So hand kind of spot cleaning, hand, you hand washing right. only just to wipe off. Just to wipe off anyone's little grossness out of it. But, you know, you've got some investment with this, so it's kind of nice just to go ahead and have an extra set just in case. And this also um, brings up on your own car seats. Check your own car seats. Make sure there's no little bumps or no little burrs or anything on your actual car seats. Because once again, in a collision, they would not hold up. I had just bought a new car, took um, took this course, and my instructor was like, you're going to have to get a new car seat. This one has a little burr on it, like a little bump, like in jeans, how they have that little mm. thing. And, and she goes, this would not hold up in a car seat. And it was just like this little felt like just like a little bump and she goes it on would, the seatbelt in the your seat- car exactly wow. so check your seatbelts themselves and make sure they're 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 good i have convertible car seats mm-hmm. and i had an episode where my daughter threw up all over the car seat and I'm i sorry. It, the cover <laughs> came off right very easily right. so i took it off and i washed it and i put it in the dryer and unfortunately in the dryer some of the clips that kind of hooked the cloth cover mm-hmm. behind the car seat melted and I can still clip it, and I've been using it. Is that un- that's a unadvisable? Cover. That's yeah, a cover, though, right? Not a- exactly. That's a cover itself, so that shouldn't have any problems with you know the actual because you're strapped in. And There's nothing the about cover. the cover that's holding the child Correct. in. It's just no. a, it's just a that soft makes it more comfortable to sit. So okay. they're not sitting on plastic. <laughs> exactly. Do you recommend anything um, side impact or head things? The, no, unless it actually came with the car seat, then you can use what came with it. Most of the time, we just recommend you just roll up the receiving blankets and tuck them in um, right around the head or underneath the arms if you have a little smaller baby to kind of cushion them in a little bit. You don't you don't need a lot of extra things. Because you see on like the convertible car seats, okay, there's like the entry level, like right. even within the same brand, mm-hmm. the same manufacturer, well, there's the, you know, G1 and it's this <laughs> and the G2 and then the G3, which is $300 more, has five head harnesses mm-hmm. and extra padding. And, and don't you love your child? Don't I you know, think you should get that? Right? <laughs> and so, and then it's like, like computers. You always buy this. You always buy the exactly. smartest computer because it's going to be outdated. Is that the same thing with car seats? Yeah. Well, car seats last a good six years. So, and everything's on your car seat. The date stamped on there. All the information is on your stickers. All you have to do is look. And a lot of parents don't even realize what on um, the stickers are on their car seat that gives you all the information. How uh, long this child can stay in this car seat? How long they should be rear facing? What path to put the car seat? Uh, the seatbelt through so it gives you all the information on there is that a newer thing because I have um sitting in my garage unused a hand-me-down car seat that I it's unused because I'm like I don't want to use this but I tried to look to see how old it was because I was judging based on my friend's Mm -hmm. daughter's age and I wasn't sure if she got it for her first daughter or her right. second. And I couldn't find stickers or anything. It, that, that one, most of the time, they're stamped actually in the plastic oh, okay. in the back part. Okay. So you'll actually you kind of look up in the light because it's one of those, it's dark. So you're going to okay. have to look. But you will, it should be stamped. Okay. And it's one of those, I think, I think that it's too old. 
based on the age of her daughter. It might be. So that's why it's just sitting in well, my garage. If you're in doubt, then and you that, know, and you're that's good why I have yeah, yeah, that's why I haven't done anything with it. But um, I wanted, I kind of wanted to be able to say, oh, can't take it. It's, it's, expired, it's expired. And hand it back without just saying, like, I don't trust your car seat. <laughs> like, you, you don't want to offend <laughs> someone. <laughs> and it's true because you, you'll find car seats at garage sales and everything else. And they look perfectly, you know, they look good. Uh, you don't know if that car seat was in a collision or not. And a collision could just be a little fender bender. And then the car seat actually is void. So any type of collision you have, um, you can call your insurance company and they will reimburse you and give you a new car seat. That's mm-hmm. part of that's the law. What? California law. Here's a situation. I, um, I'm i a thrifty one, per mm-hmm. se, um, and I can't afford car seats. I can't afford the large ones. I can't afford whatever else. And I also, you know, been a nanny for a long time, and I feel like... When I take that convertible car seat, or not the convertible, the infant car seat mm-hmm. out, and I put it on a table, and I'm bringing it, whatever, it gets more damaged or knocked around, falling off of a chair in the That's house well, without a baby in it, of course. Um, <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and then it would in a fender bender, you know, and safety-wise. So how legit is that, you know, that car seats expire, and, you know, you can't use a second-hand car seat or any of that? I'm not sure if I understand what you're asking me. I mean, um, oh, I'm not asking you to um, approve of it, but I'm. <laughs> <laughs> but it, you know, are you gonna? Are you putting your child? Are you gonna kill your child if you use a secondhand car seat or one that's been expired? You know, my recommendation is that you're the parent, and so you do what's best for your child. If you feel this is safe enough for your child, then I can't say no. It's not going to be safe enough for your child. It's all about what the parents, the parents' decision to do whatever they need to do. Um, if, if you feel like you know this is a perfectly good car seat, I know it's a year older than it should be i can afford another car seat so this is what i have to use it's better than nothing it's better than just sticking you know a blanket back there and putting your child in it are um, there statistics about the use of older car seats or right. is it the lack again, of statistics? I'm sorry, I don't have my statistics but yes there are there are if you're if you're using them sure because um, they do after anything gets older um, the all the the plastics and things like that start to, to deteriorate. They've been in the sun. They've been in the car for like 150 degrees in the car constantly, and they're over six years old. And how much use you're using? Mm-hmm. So then, if you have a car seat that you bought absolutely brand spanking new with your first child, and now you have three, and they're three years apart per se, you know, do you ditch it and get another car seat? Or I mean, of you've been you the do. only owner. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I think that third child deserves something new. I think it's a conspiracy <laughs> for us to all buy car seats at every two years. You know, the, your car seat journey is going to last you know, like eight years because, you know, you're going to be in some sort of booster or whatever up to eight years. And then, you know, you're not even going to get a child in the front seat until they're 13 years old. So you're going to have they're, they're in the back seat till they're 12 years old. So it's it's an investment that you're going to have to accept that you're going to be working with car seats, you know, for a good amount of time. And is that and the law or is that what's recommended for eight year old? It's, in it's a what's recommended okay. in, in, the, in, in, in California, right? So when can um, your child go from a convertible to a booster? Okay. So that? once children outgrow their forward facing seats, usually around four years or 40 pounds, uh, they should ride in the booster seats in the back seats until the vehicle um, seat belts fit properly. So that's what you're looking for. And then we want to make sure the seat belts are, you know, flat across their their laps and they're holding in. So what are they small? At, Do they have? Don't they make little thingies? Are those still? Sure. Safe? And those are little adapt. Yeah, and you can have the little seat belts that, that attach to their actual car seats. They have them like they're like convertibles, or um, they they convert from the regular car seat to like a booster. A booster. Mm-hmm. Once again, you have to know your kid. If you have a kid.
kid who's a monkey who wants to climb around, then I would probably restrain that kid as long as possible. Yeah. Or they have special needs or whatever. So you want to kind of can get... you put them in a backward facing booster, like you said, and save her? <laughs> Do they you know make what backward facing? I booster? think we should all invent one, and we could all be on Easy Street for the rest of our lives after that. But I'm sure car seats are going to be changing. They change every couple of years, and people want you know. You get another car. You don't want that old car seat in your car, so you get another car seat to match that. But I think we're going to see big changes in car seats because of the age and weight requirements on there. And um, I think a lot of the car manufacturers are actually going to start building them more in the car themselves. So your mm. you, your option in the buying this car is it comes with a car seat that converts wow. and everything else. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, and That's also I had re- uh, read in the law that you, they have to stay in a booster until they're four, four feet. Um, yeah, four feet, eight inches. Yeah. Four feet, eight mm-hmm. inches. So I know some adults that way. So they should they be in a booster? <laughs> <laughs> I, probably. I would probably think yeah, they probably feel more comfortable in a booster. Is it four feet, eight inches? Oh my gosh, four feet, there's, eight inches is so tall. Yeah. Well, there's that yeah. and a weight. Like it's like kind of like a matrix, like the right. rear facing, right? So it's one and 20 pounds. But then when you get yeah, it's, older. It's, 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 actually, it's eight and um, or, or when they are four, point, um, four feet, nine inches tall. Excuse me, it's four feet, nine inches tall. So wow. that's pretty. You have to think that a seatbelt is made is made developed for a human man weighing 160 pounds. So if your child isn't meeting that, that car seat or that seatbelt's going to you know injure them in some way. Um, each time you move your child out of their little cocoon to the next stage, you're actually getting less and less safe until you're actually an adult. So we're really not the safest as we are with babies. So I wouldn't be in a big hurry to not make my child safe. I would keep them, if I could, put them in rear-facing car seats until they are 12 and then move them up to the front. Well, you've, na- you've made me think a lot about that. I always thought, too, you know, I'll be the safe parent. I'm going to mm-hmm. turn my child fa- forward-facing at two years old. Now I'm going to keep him in there. Yeah, yeah, keep him occupied. And I'm going to get myself a harness. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Thank you to Rosemary you're Mason welcome. for helping us learn about car seat safety. If you want more information on Rosemary, go to today's show on our episodes page on the website or visit sitsafesandiego.com. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Before we wrap up today's show, here's John Real to tell us about some great apps for new parents. Hey, Parent Savers. I'm John Real, founder of FamilyFriendlyVideoGames.com, and I'm here to talk about helpful apps for new parents. Today, I want to talk to you about Look and Learn Animal Alphabet from National Geographic. It's a great app that's good for a broad range of ages, including kids as young as 18 months old. Look and Learn Animal Alphabet is $1.99. It consists of six different mini games for kids, um, ranging from those appropriate for those 18 months old to those that are great for preschoolers and those getting ready to enter kindergarten. In one of the mini games, kids touch these great National Geographic pictures of animals. They can swipe, hear animal sounds, and begin learning their letter recognition as each one teaches them the name of the animal that starts with a different letter. And eventually the app kind of evolves into teaching kids how to trace letters, create letters, do some dot-to-dot puzzles. And there's also a real fun element called a mask maker where you can take pictures of your kids or your parents, and kids can easily put funny masks on them and save them and send them around to their friends. It's a great app for kids of all ages called Look and Learn Animal Alphabet from National Geographic. There's a link to buy it on this week's episode page on parentsavers.com. And make sure to listen to more future episodes of Parent Savers for more great apps for new parents. 
If you are using a great app that you'd like to recommend to our audience, call the Parent Savers Hotline at 619-866-4775 and we'll include your message in a future episode. That wraps up today's episode. We'd love to hear from you. So if you have a question for our expert about today's show or the topics we discussed, call our Parent Savers hotline at 619-866-4775 or send us an email through our website, parentsavers.com or Facebook page. And we'll answer your question in an upcoming episode. Coming up next week, we're talking about potty training. Thanks for listening to Parent Savers, empowering new parents everywhere. This has been a New Mommy Media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Hey mamas, don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.